Ladies and gentlemen, we're here at the fabulous New Way Lounge in downtown Spartanburg, South Carolina, the oldest bar in the upstate. What, what? Yep, yep. With another episode of Sparkle City Sessions brought to you by the Hub City Music Society, uh, sponsored by the New Way Lounge, as always. And we're here today with Drew Story. How are you, my friend? Better than I deserve, sir. How are you? Good, 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 good. We're glad to have you here, and we're going to talk to you um, about, uh, you know, what you got going on around town and stuff like that, and then we're later on, we're going to get you to play some uh, couple of tunes for us, I do believe. Uh, sir, let me start off by asking you, uh, how long has your family been in Spartanburg, or or have they, or are they transplants? Uh, we were transplants, uh, we moved here in 81. Uh, I was I was one year old. And where's your family originally from? Well, I was born in Augusta, Georgia, but my family is from the North Georgia Mountains, uh, Raven County, and uh, Young Harris. So up in the North Georgia Mountains, you know, beautiful, beautiful place. I still, you know, now hold what, it, hold it dear to my heart. What's the valley down there where uh, all the Indians used to go and trade and all that stuff? It's a big, huge uh, valley. Maybe the, uh, maybe the Tallulah Gorge. If you, Might be what you're talking about. Yeah, because yeah. it's, it's like surrounded all by mountains. Yeah, yeah. And they used to like migrate there and have big like, you know, shakedown yeah. streets and yeah, stuff. Yeah, you know? sure. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a hallowed ground up there, man. It really, I love it up there. Uh, if you drive uh, from uh, Westminster and go to Clayton, Georgia, there's uh, the Chattooga River. You got Bull Sluice, you know, Great Rapids and just, you know, it's a special place. For sure. Now, do you have uh, Indian uh, Indian blood in you? Not that I'm aware of. Not, okay. Uh, so, so your family came from Georgia. Now, did they? Did they? Uh, were they there for originally, or do you know? Yeah, 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 for sure. Okay, we go back forever. All right. So you moved here at one. What year was that? Eighty-one. Eighty-one. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Uh, when did you um, did you play music in school, or uh, did you go to church and sing and stuff like that? Yes and no, for sure. Yeah, I. I uh, I played cello for a year and just wasn't really into it. In the band? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I guess that's fifth grade or something. Where'd you go to school at? Uh, Pine Street, then McCracken. Right over here. That's right. Pine right. Street, then McCracken, Spartan High. Okay, cool. Uh, but yeah, I, didn't, I never really just couldn't get into it or something, or I think at the time I was really into sports, you know. But baseball? Uh, basketball, a short, you know, of course a short, very short young man that thought he was going to play basketball. Yeah. And then well, got into golf and, you know, and then and maybe 15 or 16, I just kind of picked it up myself and just started playing. And then it was it was all over from there. You know, I used to uh, I used to try to do fast pitch pony league, you mm-hmm. know, stuff when you're like 12 or 13. It's hard. And it's uh, not easy. I, my eyesight was so bad that I, I think <laughs> I had a lot of walks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, I had in two years I played, I had one hit, I think. There so, you go. Yeah. But I had a, quite a bit of walks. But a lot of walks. <laughs> <laughs> the coach said, just don't swing at anything, son. There you go. But uh, all right. So when did you pick up a guitar? Yeah. So probably about 15. You know, I just, uh, it was uh, it was the advent of the internet. So uh, I've been not the 1990s. Yeah, so about 95 or so, maybe you know, maybe early and, eight, and, maybe late 80s. And I was really into uh, widespread panic and the and the Almond Brothers and Fish, and you could go on the internet and you could find the tabs. You know, you find oh, all yeah. the tabs for all the music. So that's I basically taught myself to play just reading tabs and listening to music. You know, I never, I've your parents t- musical parents musical. 
likes not really. They like music. But you know, yeah, we always had music around the house okay. for sure. They, you know, always uh old Motown and uh and then uh always uh, Willie Nelson, you know, we definitely had some good good tunes playing around the house good deal. for sure, you know. All right, so you're 15, you pick up a guitar. Um, well, uh, I must backtrack. When I was right. when I was probably 12, uh Tad Taylor gave me guitar lessons for about 3 months. Was so, was that? So I, so I owe it all to Tad in his three months of tutelage, you know. Well, he's taught a lot of people around here. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's no. taught Shane Shane Pruitt oh, took yeah, from him. I took sure. from him for a little bit. Oh yeah. Uh, I, I can name probably about fifteen other people. I mean, I, probably that took from him. Tad's the man. Uh, Tad is a great guitar player. Uh, he plays with uh, Bill Fletcher, I think. I don't, I don't see him play out too much, but I do know that they play. Oh, yeah. They uh, stay busy. Yeah. They do the duo. Yeah. Bill and Ted's. Always uh, Bill and Tad's and excellent then, duo. That's right. And when occasionally you get a secret band show, it's always good. That's right. That's right. If, they, I've got, if i got a night off from playing and the secret band's playing, I'll go see it because they're they're, they're, they're killing it. They they're usually, always great. They usually go play at the uh, Peddler, a staple of the Spartanburg right. food scene here. Yeah. Uh, we're actually going to start interviewing chefs here soon. I like that. Uh, That's a great idea. Topper, I think yep. we're going to have him on because he's been 30 years in the business here. Uh, well, you know, I've known him 30 years, so yeah. I like that. Yeah. So, all right, you're, 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 you picked up a guitar at 12, 13, yep. started getting serious about it at 15. Sounds about right. Uh, so what happened then? First band, did you get together know. with some cats at high school or something and, yeah, and try know, to do something? Definitely. Junior you know, high. I, you know, it was a, a tra- the never-ending tragic story. You know, <laughs> I, 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 I would start, I started probably, you know, seven bands and we'd practice like hell and then play a gig and then break up. You know, I did that for years. <laughs> you know? I think, I, I think a lot of people did that for, you know. But, I mean, you know, just the truth. See now, I didn't, I, I didn't start playing and like out until two thousand. Uh, I was going to be an illustrator, um, illustration, you know, art you. and stuff. So, and but then I realized that uh, I was going to drink myself silly. Uh, if look at that, handing me a pick here. Uh, what's that set? Oh, okay, there you go. Who gave you that? Marshall Tucker Band the official, pick. Official uh, Ryan Ware pick. Well, Ryan Ware's a good friend of ours here. Ryan Ware sat in with us last night. Oh, did he? At the New Way Lounge. This, cl- is my, this is my third day in a row at the New Way Lounge performing. I'm a lucky man. I get oh, to play here every Thursday night. By the way. Night. By the way, yes, that's right. That you know a little bit about, Rocco. Oh, yeah, Let's sure. talk about gym night. Sure. We, we, we're going to get to there. We're going to get to there. <laughs> I was about to say, uh, you know, Drew fronts the uh, jam night here every Thursday night. Uh, it's been a staple for 10, so, 10 or so years. I, I think the right. lo- longest run in electric. 20. Yeah, closer to 20, I think, but I don't know. I think Brian Teague and, and uh, Donnie Eggleton and J.J. started it in uh, two, late 2009. So there you go. Uh, J.J. fell out and, yeah. and didn't do it, and, and Brian uh, kept it going. Brian was the guy who, who wrangled everybody together and, and – Kind of made it what it is today. I mean, he put the template down for what it is today. Thank you, BT. Yeah, yeah. Remember rest, BT, everybody. Rest in power. He was a good dude. He was. Good all right, people. all right. So, so what was your first band? And uh, is there anybody we know in it? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, maybe uh, Jay Glenn. Uh, you know, percussion and drummer. Uh, 
I used to play with uh, Greg Hodges' little brother. Um, he played bass, and uh, you know. Did y'all play I, out? I think, did you do the, any school functions and stuff like that? No, never did any of that. I think the first time I played on a stage, I was about 20 years old at a play, uh, establishment called Dink Stinkelmeyer's. That would be uh, <laughs> the, a barbecue joint. It is now a barbecue joint. On uh, what street is that on? Uh, Isom. Is that right? No, no, no. It. It's uh, over there by... Uh, right across from Drayton Mill, basically. So Drayton Road. Yeah, Drayton. I think so. Yeah, uh, so. That used to be a very so Dink, hardcore place back in the day it, when I was, was small. Yeah, it was no joke. Uh, uh, Dink Stinkelmeyer's. I mean, the name alone says it. But my buddy Greg Hodges, you know, would do a, a jam up there. And that was the first place I ever played on stage. And, you know, I sucked. And I was playing bass. And I was hooked. You know? So what you uh, so first time you got oh, on stage yeah. is playing bass. Oh, yeah. I was a bass player for years because, uh, you you know, you grow up jamming with all your friends. And everybody plays guitar. Yeah. Everybody plays guitar. You got 19 guitarists. That's right. Two drummers and no bass player. No bass so player. Yeah. Somebody's got to play bass. And so I did that for a long time. Um and then, uh, I mean, I'd always kept the guitar and always still played. But uh, about six or seven years ago, I switched over and was like, all right, I'm going to play guitar and sing, which was, who knows? I don't know what I was thinking, but I we'll see. here we are. Well, you know, when I first we when I first started playing on the scene, when I got back from, uh, from college, I, I didn't sing at all. Didn't yeah. sing at all. Didn't want to sing. Yeah. I just, you know, let somebody else do that. Yeah. Uh, speaking of dirt, the Dinks, what was it, Dink Stinkelmeyer? Dink Stinkelmeyer's. Uh, speaking of that, before that, it was Spanky's, I believe. No, it was after that. So it was Dink Stinkelmeyer's. And then Spanky's. And then it turned into Mardi Gras, and then it turned into Spanky's. Then it turned into, did you go down to Spanky's any? Oh, of course. I, I DJed up there, because I DJed also for years, and uh, well, I would DJ up there um, from time to time, and uh, another another rest in power to, to Spanky. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nimitz was a good guy. The owner of uh, Spanky's, he was cool people. He told he's, me he's left us, he's, but he was awesome. He told, Brian Teague, back to Brian actually, Teague, yep. Brian Teague would do. They did the uh, jam night up he there. Would, he would do a night up there for a while. The only person I've ever seen that would play solo with bass, he would just play oh, yeah. him and a bass. And I'm, I, to this day, I've never seen anybody do that. Well, you know, it's just a solo act playing bass. Well, when we didn't have any people up here for the jam night, when we was hosting it, he would get up there. And do his his set, yep. all all just him just doing, him on a bass. yeah, just him doing some of them songs he wrote, man. Crazy. Uh, some of them, some of them pretty good. Some, some of them kind of, no. so some of them kind of crazy, but yeah, some of them, most definitely. of them pretty good. Um, yeah, and Jameson Smith used to do the acoustic jam night down there at Spanky's too. How about it, man? Uh, with I forget what the other guy's name is. They call him Curly, but it ain't the Curly we know. Yeah, yeah, it's the other uh, other Curly, Eric Curly, yeah. great guitarist. Mm-hmm. They, they, he plays uh, with and with Jameson and uh, and Eric Lindsay and Tyler Tullis. They have a band that's awesome. They're great. Um, is it Milgrams? No, no, no. no big folk. Big folk. Yep. Now I thought great Tim, band. I thought Tim Bethay was with that too. I thought no, he paid drugs. He, he used to be with that right, band. Right, yeah. I guess Tyler Tullis does it now. Yeah, he yeah, They're he killer, does. dude. I saw them at Dog Days, you know, oh, yeah, back yeah. in August. And they, they tore it up. Just very psychedelic. Just a killer band. Dog Days is a uh, private event down at the music camp. Uh, invitation only. Uh, if you're lucky to get one, you need to go. Indeed. Uh, so, all right. Let's talk about Jam Night for just a second. Well, uh, you start that off because you probably know more about it than I do. Well, I just, I just know... You know, 
I, I, know, I know that Brian Teague almost got banned from the new way for, <laughs> for life when Becky owned it because she wasn't paying him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Brian was like, look, you know, we're coming down here, we're doing this, we're doing that. And he got kind of abrasive with, with Becky, and they had a yelling match yeah. here in the bar. No, Donnie said that they started off, their contract was like $50 and – you know, five beers or something. That ain't you know, what Brian or, told or, me. No, I mean, you might be right. You know, it might have started off, they did it totally free, you know, and then over the years, they kept kind of renegotiating. Actually, get up to $50. six months. <laughs> when, when, they, when they started, when they started, um, the, the PA they had was complete and total trash. I'm sure. Uh, and JJ showed up twice and then blew them off. Um when they got a regular drummer, when Sam Sprinkle came, yeah, when he came in, he's then, down in New Orleans playing metal. Yeah, yes, love he you, is. Sam, wherever you are. Brother, brother and Hog is cool, the name of the cool band. Dude, man. And uh, I went down and visited him uh, not too long before the pandemic. Hell yeah! And had a great time. Good dude. He's Hell got yeah. a little shrine to Brian down there. It's pretty crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. All right, so the jam night now consists, well, still got one original member. Uh, Sean came in on the second year so, when, yeah, when we started. Uh, we had Dan James playing keyboards James with him. Dan James on the keys. Uh, you yeah. know, he's, he's, he's a good keyboard player. He's a great singer. Indeed. Uh, Indeed. Uh, I'm not going to say anything else, uh, but uh, he left. Let's just say he left after the first year. And Sean came in, and I, Sean is the only original member left. That's right. Uh, and he didn't come for quite a while when he was playing with, um, what's her name, Little Leslie and the Bloodshots. Yeah. Well, uh, during the pandemic, Sean kind of took a break from playing the jam night. And, uh, well, I mean, we all had to take a break for a little bit. For a little bit. bit, yeah. But I think the first day that they could physically have music in Spartanburg County legally we played here on the back steps it was me clay and uh, tj you know we did an early show you know and it was just good and you know everybody still had their masks on but you know not really because it's the new way no, <laughs> we, we've, don't, we don't really you know we don't really uh worry about too many precautions around here we we, we love the new way but, we've uh, lost a couple of uh new way jammers indeed uh, indeed uh, no, no we're no. still mourning uh Still mourning Todd, Todd Scarborough. Yeah. Todd he was, was uh, he took over at some point on drums. It was during, I guess, the pandemic because Pasifime, John Pasifime, who's our drummer now, he yeah he, uh, he got his, sick. Yeah, with his uh, health conditions, he yeah. just couldn't go out and uh, risk being sick. So Todd Scarborough took over, and Todd just was the best man. He was so good. Uh, he learned all our stuff, and he just. Man, Todd's after. been Todd's been playing on the Todd had been playing on the scene for quite a while. Forever, uh, I think the first band he was with that played out regular regularly was uh, Freddie Vandiford's band, The oh, Shades. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I I grew up my whole life seeing him playing in bands mm-hmm. or running sound. You know, just everywhere. Now, how old are you, sir? I'm forty two. Forty two. Forty two. Do man. you remember Doggones? I know you remember Magnolias. I, yeah, yeah. Um, do, do did you ever go into Doggones? I, I, a time or two, you know, I was still very young. Oh, yeah. uh, like I'd ride my bike because I could ride my bike up there, you know. I, mean, I was still a teenager, you what, know, and uh, I could ride up and like kind of listen to the music 
from the parking lot. But I never hung out there. I never got to go in there. You know what I mean? Like, you never did. Did you? Did you ever go see the the River Phoenix show up there? No, no. God, it was so mm-hmm. it was so packed. I pulled into the into the parking lot, and there was a line all the way around the fucking joint trying to get in there. And I was I'm like, sure. nope. <laughs> I just pulled out and went to Magnolias or something because. I think Magnolia's opened up about two or three years before uh, the dog closed. The dog closed Sounds probably around right. 95, 96 yeah. or something like that. Now, I've heard stories, uh, you know, my whole life about about uh, doggone that seen up there. And uh, uh seems like a seems like it was a good melting pot. Well, you know, you know what the cool thing about it was? Rubber canoe and... Well, sure. Know, uh, like, dandelion uh, wine before yeah, that. Exactly. That was his event. That was Dirk Webb. Another guy that used to come up to the to the jam and jam uh, is gone now. Dirk Webb. Yep. Uh, actually founded Venus, Venus Pie, Pie here in town. For sure. Yep. Uh, they're about 25 years almost into their oh, yeah. uh, establishment there. Formerly Patelli's. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately for him, uh, you can't be selling underagers liquor. Yeah, yeah, beer. yeah. That's frowned upon. No, they don't like it when you do that. Frowned upon for but, sure. But now in his culture, you know. And in, in Patelli's, I, I, I can't remember what Patelli was, but, you know, they probably, you know, it's like Germany probably. They, you probably drink over there in their country when you're 12 or oh, something. Oh, for sure. So, you know. Well, no, that's always the funny story about that is uh, there were, uh, you know, Indian immigrants that, uh, you know, moved to Spartanburg and uh, they were rent- restaurateurs. But a great pizza, this though. Is, this is the 80s in Spartanburg, so yeah. nobody's eating Indian food. So they opened up a pizza place. And, and it was good, a, too. added an eye on the end, Patelis. Yeah, there you go. pretty funny. <laughs> you know, but smart, intrepid business move. And you, they had great pizza. You they remember Casenza's? Oh, yeah. Over, over there great. were... Um, yeah. It's Ford's like, Drugs. Yeah, right yeah, there. yeah. Right great. here in the corner of uh, Pine and uh, Maine. Great. They had great pie. They did. Uh, all of them from... Italy. Oh yeah, they were. Yeah, they were. They were. They were actually Italian. They were true Italians, <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, kind of, you know. I went in there a couple times, man. I was like, mm. you know, I don't know who they got in the back, but they might be cutting him up. Yeah, know? right. Exactly. But no, they were good guys. They used to come over to the guitar bar all the time and, and chill out and hang out, and all of them were great. All right, so the jam night. Yep. Uh, so we got I, Clay, Clay, Clay John, Williamson, Clay Williamson playing bass. Papa Funk uh, also plays with Anna Lee Band, uh, and I'll, I have a couple other people around yeah, town. Who, who knows? Um, Sean, of course, on pedal steel and guitar. Indeed. Uh, Pass Fumi's back on drums. Back on drums. For uh, sure. And uh, yours you, truly. Yours, yeah. Got yeah. Drew here fronting it. And uh, yeah, yeah, I was lucky enough. Uh, Eight years, eight years you've been doing it. Nine years? No, probably more like five or six. It's hard for me to keep track. But uh, Kenny Lawrence was that's doing right. it. That's right. And uh, you know he's a buddy. And when I'm so when I moved back from Colorado about eight years ago or seven years ago, I decided to start playing guitar and singing, and as opposed to just playing bass because I've been a bass player forever. And that's so this is what I'd come out every Thursday. Every Thursday I was here sitting in with the band like trying to figure out how to sing and how to play guitar and uh after a couple of years of that uh kenny was uh, i guess getting more serious with his job and other projects so mm-hmm. i would i'd fill in for him fall of the empire stuff which That's he's right. back doing now yep and uh our buddy kenny used to uh front the band blackfoot um, i think he still does no no he don't. 
Oh, uh, I didn't know that. They got a new singer. Uh, really? Well, I, I don't. News e- to me. I don't exactly know why uh, they let him go, but they let him go. News to me. Okay. And uh, well, bigger and better things, Kenny. We love you. Well, well, he's back with Fall of the Empire, and that's the band that got him noticed to get the Blackfoot that was, gig that anyway. Was a killer band. No, it's it's it, they're they're back. Uh, I don't know if they're playing regular or not, but um, and I like I said, I'm this is all. Somebody, I haven't talked to Kenny personally about all this, so I'm not going to speculate on anything else except that I know they kind of let him go. Yeah, um, uh, news to me. And he may have wanted to go. Right, right. Because, I mean, look, when you're playing in this, here's the thing. When you're talking about Southern heritage, you, there's a lot of bad things that go along with that, too. Uh, not, not, not because of us. But because of the past, uh, you know, with, with the Civil War and all that stuff, yeah. and people got connotations about, you know, the, the flags and all this stuff. And, mm. and, and I'm, 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 look, anything that, that puts out hate or somebody associates with hate, even though, you know, it has something to do with heritage, too, I, I'm saying, hey, you know, if oh. you don't like it, don't, don't put it out. Don't put it up. Well, it's attribution, too, you know. It's like, you know. Yeah, look, just because got... some people attribute something to one thing doesn't mean it. But at the end of the day, not for me to talk about. Um, well, we don't, we, don't, we don't really talk about politics or religion here. On, uh, well, we, we, we talk about religion every now and then if it's like angels and demons and stuff like that. Right. But we don't really get into politics. Um, no, nah, because you don't want to get me started. <laughs> well, we don't want to get anybody started. Uh, we we still we'll have the FCC on us real quick. So, uh, we'll, we'll still we're, we steer clear of that stuff. So um, anyway, so uh, I would fill in for Kenny from time to time, and uh, and then he just uh, he asked me, he's like, "Man, you just want to take over doing jam night?" And I was like, "Hell yeah!" And so now five five probably five six years strong. I don't know. It's been a long time. I, it's hard. I don't even know. How long it's been? But it's been a while, and uh, well, I did it for really, two and a half uh, years, and then Kenny took over from me. I moved yeah. to Austin, and 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 Kenny took over. But I was, I told Brian and them, I was like, you know, I actually told Donnie when when we when I first came in, I was like, you know, I'm gonna do it for a couple of years. Shoutouts to Donnie Eggleton. Yeah, was the only person that stayed with the band the whole time for 13 years, and then he finally quit about two years ago. So. Shout out to Donnie. We yeah. love you, Donnie. You, you were the one. You, you you kept it going all these years. So, you know, pass the torch and you just keep going. But it really is, man. It's a special night, man. We have a great time every Thursday. Uh, it's been packed out. Had some. Two weeks ago, we had one of the best nights I mean, I've ever played up there. I, uh, Sean couldn't play because he had another gig. So we got Ronald Radford, the best guitarist ever, to come play with us. And then Sean came back from his early gig and showed up. So I look to my right, and I have Sean O'Shields on pedal steel. I got Ronald Rafferty on guitar. And then I got Matt Parks on fiddle. And, you know, that's, well, and it was unscripted, unplanned, and we played some of the best music ever. I mean, you can't ask for a better lineup than that. You no, know? you, you got um, – there's always been good players. Unbelievable. Always been good players. We, we used to have Marshall Hood come down and play with mm-hmm. us here when he would be in town. And it – It'd be awesome. He, yeah. He's a great guy. Can't beat it. I played with him and Devin down in, in Texas while I was down there, and they were awesome as always. You, you know, there's certain players that you don't have to worry about when you're on stage with them. Oh, yeah, for and, sure. And Marshall's one of those guys, and and Sean's one of those guys. Oh, indeed. Um, uh, it's a you know, blessing 
just uh, just to get to just to get play music with that guy. So I mean, what? he's a jerk, he's a total <laughs> jerk. But I mean, he can play. He can actually play. Who? Hey, hey, my wife's calling, so we're gonna have a little call in here. Hello, Paige. Say hey. Say hey to Spartanburg. <laughs> I'll call you back when the interview's over. Yeah, Love we're you. almost done. Um. So, all right. So, uh, have you got any albums out online or anything like that? Is there anything? I really don't. Like, uh, back to the, you know, the original we were talking about, you know. I'm just, well, I know Diamond I a, Bullet had original music. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've got plenty of songs, and we always kind of got get to the demo stage, and then, uh, you know, that's, once again. You don't have any Diamond Bullet stuff online? Nothing. Uh, you got recorded, though. I mean, we, yeah, nothing that I'd like lo- to put share, out. you know. Um, who, who played in Diamond Bullet? I was Kevin Ravan on drums, Jay Glenn on percussion, Tyler Jackson on the bass, and uh, Dawson Hill on keys. See, now I got to play with half of that band down at the music camp that time. That's right. And that, that was, was a good time. Really good. We had fun. Man, you guys, I mean, out of nowhere. I, look, the bass and the drums, they were tight, man. I know, that's, man. Kevin, who married, uh, who married uh, Kenneth Cribb's uh, sister? That'd be Tyler, the bass player. Yeah, he lives one, across the street from a couple buddies. Of one, of the, one of the most naturally gifted musicians I've ever met in my life. He doesn't even play, but he... he That's just, a shame. He just pick it up, and he's just just natural talent it, right there. It seriously was... I've got to work to suck, you know what I mean? But he just picks it up and does it. i got to tell crazy. you, it was one of the tightest rhythm sections I've ever played with. Mm. Bob, that, I mean... That, you know, no joke, no joke. Seriously, Kevin had his second... Uh, that's what my diamond bullet broke up. So he had his second child, and he was like, "Well, I gotta kind of, kind of dial it back." And but man, that was a fun band. And also Dawson Hill, he's a keyboard player. He moved back to Maine, and so he was a huge part of that band. That's why you can't really certain people you just can't replace. You ever you know? been to Maine? Yeah, it's beautiful. Up it's there. beautiful, but man, it gets cold in the winter time. Jack. I've never. I've only been there in the summer. I've been there in the <laughs> winter time. <laughs> You know, they, we stayed in the house, didn't have a bathroom. Well, had no, heat. We have a theory about this. That's why, like, everybody I meet from Maine is an amazing musician or, you know, like a world-class chess player because they, you're they, stuck inside for four months and you can't do anything, so you have to well, do look, something. And, and most usually it's music or, you know. I was up oh, at the Canadian border almost in the dead of winter and uh, 10 below. Ooh, ooh. Almost ten below, ah. you and there was no bathroom in the house. Good lord, we had a lot of heat, but no bathroom, so <laughs> you had to go out. Yeah, well, I didn't look. I was only there for a couple of days. I didn't even. I didn't take a poop up there, man. I waited till I got back to Boston. So, ten days of no poop? No, no, two days. Oh, I was like, two wow. days. No, that's no. As soon as we got on the How road and stopped that? at a stopped at a, you know. <laughs> Look, man, when it's ten below outside and you go out and you pee almost freezes coming out of you you know, your thing there, you gotta worry. Lord. Good lord. <laughs> it was it was cold, let's just say that. All right, so well, we're gonna get you some decent recordings here, man, and, and uh sure. if if they sound good, you know, we don't mind you putting them online or nothing like that. Actually, um, Mary Norris, we she used some of the stuff here and she put it on Bandcamp and all that stuff and it cool, did real cool. good for her. So, right, so we awesome. like to do that. You know, when people, um, I think Ryan Moneypenny, we had him in here, and he gotcha. didn't have any really good recordings, and the recordings turned out pretty decent. So he, he, you know, he's using them to get gigs with now. Outstanding. So I, I think, I mean, I, hey. he says he's using them. But um, so I think we're almost done with the talking part, and we're going to get you to play here. But uh, 
Let me ask you, uh, how long do you think you're going to be with the New Age Amp? Man, as long as it's going? I, you know, I don't see a good reason to stop. Uh, you know, after uh, I took over for Kenny, you know, there was kind of some, you know, we went through some times, and uh, but uh, I feel like we've kind of built up uh, our own little crowd, you know, of people. It's a lot of people that, because Clay and Sean, you know, they were in the band through all this, yeah. and they've told me, they're like, man, you've we've kind of built up a whole nother crowd, you know, and there's people that come out every week. And it, I mean, we really have a, it's a pretty good damn crowd that comes up, We, you know, and uh, well, it we, took us, we do, a, we do a, I, I love it. It's a, it's a great night, man. It means a lot to me. Look, Brian knew a lot of people. So Brian, um, Brian was the guy who talked me into coming up here and start playing. Hey, cause I, we'd already been playing in a band. Brian and Tegan may have been playing, I think I asked him to start playing with me and my brand, in the band Highbrow with uh, Kevin Jamison played bass. KJ. And, and Tim Morlock played bass with us for a little bit. And Rob Lutz was on the drums. And uh, I think I'd been playing with Brian for a couple of years before the New Way Jam. Yeah. And uh, I had a PA. I had a good <laughs> that's PA. Right, that's how you got the gig. <laughs> I had a good PA. Well, and I also had three sets, four, about four sets worth of material yep, that right. Brian already knew. Yeah. So, so I came up here, man. It took us about three or four months to start building up a crowd. No, I mean, like I said, we've been working on this for years, and uh, now it's like, man, it's just—it's a staple in in, in Spartanburg. It really is. The New Way Jam is—you couldn't imagine it not being here any, you know. You know, unless I had to take some job. I mean, even if I, you know, I can't think of. You know, who knows what the no, what tomorrow will bring? But I mean, I don't see any reason. Well, look, quit. Tommy, I love it. We, we love Tommy here at the New Way. Tommy Hunt, the big shout out. He's sponsor of the the uh, the podcast here, and uh, a great guy, great guy. Hate he's hate. all right. Well, he's he's a pretty <laughs> good guy. He's got love some you, good. Tommy. He's Just got kidding. some good cats in here working the bar now. Hell that's yeah. for sure. No, the New Way is staffed up and rolling well again, and that's you know this is. It, it's, it's the first it, bar I ever hung out at. Look, it, when it, I was 12 years old, I'd ride my bike up here. My sister went to Converse, and I'd hang out with her friends here. You know, and I thought I was in the coolest place in the world. And now here we are 30 years later, and it's still my favorite place. Well, this look. Is, uh, this is hollowed ground, man. I'm, I'm knocking on this pine, this paneling. and It's, it's real just, paneling, too. It's, it's, it's not, not fake. This, I love this place, man. It's, I, it's a real thing. <clears throat> so so, so let, me, let, me say, let me say this. Um funky robert phillips yep. bought it from uh, rocky yep who who uh who god rest his soul couldn't stop Indeed. couldn't stop his drinking there and, and it finally caught up with him but look everybody out there if you're doing stuff that's going to catch up with you you need to moderation's key moderation indeed. indeed nobody's telling you to stop doing what you love yeah for but, sure but sometimes what you love is killing you slowly indeed uh but anyway funky bought it and man, it was hopping. Okay. Now, now this is back when the poker machines were still here. Yeah. So, yep. so, and he told me he was paying all his his salaries with the money that people put in damn poker machines. Yeah. But uh, when they took those out, he sold it. But the clientele, the clientele that came, I mean, it was all the old school clientele from Rocky. Man, it was. No, you I mean, know, well, and those people are still here. Tim Hatchet. Well, now, now they've come know, back. Um, you know. You know, we still have some. Some of the holdovers, I mean, and then people come back through. They're like, man, I hadn't been here in well, X number of years. But, look, uh, it, it, it's weird. Uh, when Becky took over, when Becky was working for Funky as a waitress, mm-hmm. coolest person ever. Right. She's still cool. 
but as a businesswoman, when you got to take orders from her, yes, mm, you know, I, I never had to do that, but uh, she 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 ruffled some feathers, but it it brought no in way. it brought in new people no though. Way. It brought in new people. Well, you know, everybody will ruffle a feather every now and then, <laughs> but now I believe now the new way has a stronger clientele. It's no, I mean, it's it, 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 seriously, it, uh, it, it's, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, they brought in Carly Ray, mm-hmm. you know, and their, uh, from their day- shots. Yep. Their daytime business has never been better. I don't think. And, uh, like I said, we got a solid, uh, yeah, you got a solid, solid nighttime crew. crew. And, uh, I mean, cause you know, the, the new ways is, it's just no bones about it. There's been ebbs and flows. With you know, but it ain't going nowhere. It's been ebbs and flows with quality of uh, you know. Well, talks. you know when when but, people uh, hire people that that don't know what they're doing, and you right. think they it know happens. what they're going to know. Look, no, no, Tommy, well, Tommy wants the best for this place. Running no doubt, hard. no doubt. Restaurants are hard, and and, and when you got people f- filling you full of hot air and stuff like that, and you want to believe them, and you hire them, and then yeah. they then they don't know shit. Yeah. Well, can't deliver. Well, you know, and he did the right thing. He 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 got new people in for sure. And now it's booming. It's better than ever. Better than ever. And, and if Amen. you're out there listening, come down to the new way. Have a burger. Please it's do. One of the best burgers in town. Uh, for sure, no doubt. Get you a French dip. Um, an okra with ranch. And we're here at the fabulous New Way Lounge, oldest bar in town, uh, upstate, uh, with Drew Story, and I'm your host, Mark Rocco Dawson. And we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to get. Drew to play you a couple of tunes. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back here with uh, Mr. Drew. Drew, what kind of what songs are you going to play for us today, sir? That's a good question. That's a good question, man. I didn't put any thought into it. So I guess he brought an amp with him today. I'm just not a... I don't He don't mind acoustic guitars, but... I don't like them too much, though, to tell you the truth. Once again, we're at the fabulous New Way Lounge here in downtown Spartanburg, South Carolina at Kennedy Street. You can cut that up just a little bit more. Check your vocals with that. Hello. That sounds all right. Yeah, that sounds all right to me. And I can't decide 
This place is make-believe I spent all my life Turned sleet to snow As we turn our heads into the sunrise As the storms are raging the west We're rolling down See my lady love I ain't really interested Telling you my mind Just let me drink another For we go our broken wire They say nobody knows where to find us Cause it ain't nobody's loss All right, what's the name of that song? Uh, it's Nobody's Loss. Uh, is that one of yours? That's a song by uh, Jojo Herman of the band Widespread Panic. Okay. All right, give us give us two more, man. Just introduce them before you go on, and I'm going to mute this track right here and let you have at it. I'm kind of, you know, digging on the, uh, the background music, man. You know, always. <laughs> the jukebox has got 1,466 credits on it at the moment, so... Uh, Come in and put your song in. Exactly. Exactly. All right, let me cut my, my myself down and have at it, brother. I don't know what I want to play there, Rocco. Well, man, you just pick whatever you want to play. Writer's block, singer's block. Uh, well, I tell you what, while you're figuring out what... Uh, uh, how has the heritage of the area shaped your music? Oh, it's shaped it tremendously, man. Uh, as a young child, uh, one of my best friend, his stepdad was Joe McConnell. And Joe McConnell was the uh, the manager for Marshall Tucker, mm. you know, through this 70s. Um, you know, and so when I grew up, they, they're upstairs. They had a pool room, you know, a room with a pool table. And it had all the gold records on the wall, you know. And it was a, you know, that was just that impression right there, you know. Just and growing up, knowing all, you know, knowing the Eubanks's kids, knowing all the, oh, know, yeah. the children of the Marshall Tucker Band's kids and all that, but just knowing the music and loving. The, I mean, and and uh, the Allen Brothers too connection in this area, man. And so that was just my two, still two of my favorite bands. I mean, it, it shaped my. My life and my music tremendously, just well, being from here. Well, um, my, my dad used to run a jewelry store out in Cowpens, and uh, my mom told me that he made some jewelry for Tommy one time. So that's my connection to the to the. How about that? No, and uh, you know, it's still still to this day. You know, we had Ryan Ware from Marshall uh, Great up guy. here sit in with us last night. He came and played a couple songs, and uh, never who you never know who you're gonna see up here at the New Way Jam. That's right. No, I mean this was on a Friday. You know, and just Ryan showed up because he was off. Had some time off from Tucker, and because they've been on the road hard, you know, lately they've been touring a lot. Yeah, we had him on the uh, podcast not too long ago, and I had the pleasure of playing with him. It was very cool. Oh, Rhino, he's a nut. All right, so uh, you ready? You got a song in mind? Yeah, we'll do one. Just because, yeah, it's just because we're talking about. Well, 
Midnight promises all sound the same. Same old message with a different name. Midnight promises, Lord, they're mostly wild. Think it over, ask yourself why. turn out wrong Just listen to your heart Ain't no need to take a chance But don't forget to fall in love after the first dance And midnight promises they don't mean a thing Especially in a early morning light Midnight promises make the church bells ring Midnight promises they don't mean a thing though they don't mean a thing to me Tucker there? Yeah, well, it's one of, one of Toy's originals. He did that, you know, solo. He did, uh, after uh, the original Tucker broke up, you know, he did a solo album. It's great, you know, so it was his last, uh, and then, uh, you know, Greg Allman did a did a version of that. Oh, right, yes, stupid. I tried. It was huge and, and, and beautiful, and uh, I apologize, Rocco. Uh, you know, like I said, I, I Played up here the last two nights. So Dude, I'm it's about, I'm about out of gas. You know, but, <laughs> You're you know, all right. I'm here, here trying my best. Well, give us one more, and uh, well, we'll let you get on your way there. And we've had a fine time with you today at the podcast it's here. It's been a pleasure, my friend. Um, it's been a pleasure. Just uh, have at it, brother. Yes, and sir. Uh, You can just listen to the Doobie Brothers, right, man? I mean, it's sounding good in the background. Well, we are we are recording live here at the New Way Lounge. Now, we had, you know, in the room we're at, usually is filled up with people eating, and uh, you get to hear all kinds of weird conversations. These mics pick up really well. Oh, yeah. And you can hear people talking about all kinds of crazy stuff. Um, but we don't own any of the rights to the music being played back there in the background. 
Oh yeah, let me get my get my capo. We'll do a let me get the capo for this one. Ladies and gentlemen, we're here at the Sparkle City Sessions podcast with Drew Story, frontman of the New Way Jam, and uh, uh, work the, the workhorse, the workhorse uh, plays Blue out. Sky Blue Sky Dog. He's got plenty of bands out there to go listen to and check out. And if you're in the town or whenever he's playing, go Tracy check him out. Wyatt, That's right. She's he's playing with Tracy Wyatt now, uh, which we're going to have back next season uh, at our new place. I think we're trying to get a new place. Uh, still sponsored by the New Way, but um, no, I'm, I'm very blessed. I get to play with a lot of uh, well, Tracy's very, a cool very, chick. Very talented people. Uh, Tracy's nice. Oh yeah, I mean. She's a great singer. She plays out there at the Plum Hollow Festival and uh, Moonshiners Festival. Barney Barnwell. A little clippy right there. There we go. Kentucky, where my parents were born. There's a backwards old town that's often remembered. And so many times that my memory was warm. And that he wants to take me back to Muhlenberg County, down by the Green River, where Perrin died asleep. Well, I'm sorry, my son, but you're too late in asking. Mr. Peabody's cold train hauled it away. And sometimes we travel right down the Green River to abandoned old prison down by Adrian Hill, where the air smell like snakes. We shoot with our pistols, and empty pop bottles was all we would kill. That he wants to take me back to Muhlenberg County Down by the Green River where paradise lay Well, I'm sorry, my son, but you're too late in asking Mr. Peabody's cool train unhauled it away Well, the coal company came with the world's largest shovel and they tortured the timber and they stripped all the land well they dug for their coal until the land was forsaken and they wrote it all down as the progress of man and that he wants to take me back to Muhlenberg County down by the Green River where paradise lay well I'm sorry my son but you're too late in asking Mr. Peabody's cool train unhauled it away When I died, let my body float down the green river 
Let my soul fly right off of the righteous dam. I'll be halfway to heaven, Lord, with paradise waiting. Just five miles away from wherever I am. And Daddy, won't you take me back to Muhlenberg County, down by the Green River, where paradise lay. Well, I'm sorry, my son, but you're too late in asking. Mr. Peabody's coach ain't done hauled away. And that's the way it is here on the Sparkle City Sessions. John Pride forever. Brought to you by the Hub City Music Society with our featured guest, Drew Story. We'll catch you on the flip-flop. And this is, by the way, the last recorded episode of Season 3. We're done with Season 3, everybody. So we'll see you for Season 4. Later on.